1: one thought at a time. Here we go.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Limitless Health Podcast. I'm super excited to have a guest. I'm not even going to call her a guest. She's a guest co-host today. Um, Those of you who might be following us, you know that Jess is still at the hospital with dealing with her family and dealing with the crisis that they're dealing with, with her daughter, Um, but things are looking positive. So just continue to pray for their family. But in the meantime, I have Brianne Fox here, who is so awesome that she's going to fill it for Jess today. and. Brian, I'm just gonna I'm gonna let you take the stage a little bit and just share kind of who you are. Uh, she's a fellow PT with just like Jess and I, a heart to help serve in a greater capacity beyond just the traditional physical therapy clinical world. That we really want mm-hmm. to help people heal and feel good for the long haul in their bodies. So,
1: welcome. Thanks for coming. Hi. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is wonderful. Um, hi, everybody so i'm Brian fox and um i am up in idaho so it's really cool that we can be online and still be connected in this way um but i'm up in boise idaho area i grew up in arizona and um when i was 38 my husband and i decided we wanted a different life and we started searching around we found idaho and absolutely fell in love with it we have an eight-year-old son and my husband is also a physical therapist as am I, and he is in the clinic. Um, but like Tracy was saying, um, I've really taken to a different path, and part of that is my own journey, um, which I've had numerous different types of traumas, and so I really started to explore the idea of how the mind and body work together, and how our trauma stores, and it takes up space, and that actually affects how we move, and how we flow, and how we think, and our belief systems. So. Um, that's been my journey. And so I have a clinic here and I also do distance healing. Uh, so I have patients basically across the world, which is pretty rad. So that's what that's I do. That's so
0: awesome. And yeah. I, I love that you're dealing with the trauma aspect because I think definitely there's a lot of people dealing with trauma and whether they're big or small yes. that are completely mm-hmm. manifesting in their bodies um, and not allowing them to fully heal at their greatest potential.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That word trauma is kind of a tough one because yeah, some people like to kind of like, well, I've never had any trauma or so-and-so's trauma is bigger than mine. And so right. I'm just going to like, not, not count mine as anything, but it really does, you know, that, that charge during that time, during that experience. And it could be like, I always say, it's like, you're in eighth grade and you know, you're taking this math test and you're shooting for an A and you get an 88% and your best friend says, well, that's because you're dumb at math or something, right? Like that imprint and the charge that we give it can last. And then that can affect mm-hmm. our belief systems the decisions we make. Maybe I wanted to become an accountant and I decide not to because I'm dumb at math. Right. So it's this whole just cascade of events that can come from something that feels hard and heavy, you know?
0: Oh, completely. Yeah. And, you know, we, we titled our podcast, Limitless Health, because it's, it's this stuff, it's these limiting mm-hmm. beliefs, that limit us from doing life, uh, doing yes. health and doing yes. it the way, you know, that we, we want to, that we want mm-hmm. to feel and how we want to feel day to day. And so it's just one more avenue of peeling the layers to take the limits off of your health and yeah. off of who you are. And so Let's talk a little bit today, especially with in in light of everything that Jess has been through in the past couple of weeks. Like us collectively as a business, we have had just holy overwhelm and all the reasons to just that make us just stop in our health of mm-hmm. like. I have too much going on. You know, it's it's it would be super easy for Jess um, if her health was not just part of who she was and not just automatic. It'd be really easy for her to just be like, I gotta take care of my family. And while I know that she is not hitting the gym and not doing her normal stuff, I also know she's eating well and she's doing her best to move her body and things like that. But these are things that come up in real life. Whether it's a major event of your kids in the hospital, or just life is really busy right now, or financial stresses are huge. And I have to, my work demands just increased. These are things that can kind of start chipping away at our health that we start like, Oh, well, I'll I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that. And so I would love to hear you share maybe an experience that you've dealt with of when, you know, something that's, that could have limited your health and Mm kind of how you worked through some of that process through what you've learned and what you do.
1: Oh man, yeah, so many things come to mind, but I think um, two specific ones. One was losing my sport. So um, when I finally retired from soccer, you know that had been my identity, mm-hmm. and for me, it was well. One, who am I without soccer? Which was its own just trial and error of figuring out who I am, like at soul level. Like who am I without whatever role I'm playing? Happened to be soccer. Um, but finding something that quote unquote replaced it. Right. And so there was this blanket of time where it was like, well, if it isn't soccer, it's nothing. So I could like say, you know, if it isn't yoga, it's nothing. Or if it isn't, you know, if I've injured my knee and I can't go to the gym and lift weights, then it's nothing. Yeah. So it was really this big time frame, big, like 18, 20 months ish, where I just was like, well, then I'll do nothing. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, no, that doesn't work, right? So it's this awareness of (laughs) I don't feel good. You know, I'm not moving my body. So my stress is increased. Um, I'm not eating as well because, of course, that cascade of events of, well, if I'm not exercising and I don't feel good, then I probably don't have the willpower or determination to choose better choices and Mm -hmm. nourish myself from a food intake standpoint, right? So it's kind of this whole like... (laughs) <laughs> and then yeah. you just no energy, right? You're inflamed. You feel like you just, yeah, like just, oh, like just like you have eight layers of coats on you, right? But I couldn't go back to soccer. So then it was this idea of, okay, what does this look like for me mm-hmm. that fills me up, mind, body, and soul, really, right? and I tried everything. I did bodybuilding. I did CrossFit. I did, um, spin classes. I did bar, I did yoga and everything was fine. Right. Like whatever, but it was, it didn't, it wasn't that thing that just locked in for me. And, um, and finally due to my son wanting to start karate, karate, as we say it in America, but karate, um, I have now found something that it never, nothing will ever replace soccer. Right. But it's that idea of this has, locked into me and gives me that mind, body soul connection, allows me to move, allows me. it's an art form, right? Like other yeah. like other movements are. And so now that is kind of like, oh yeah, this is great. I can have power. I can have finesse. We come into our breath, we have those meditative states. So it's absolutely beautiful. but I gotta tell you, it took years of kind of searching and trying different things to find what, worked for me. Yeah. And and fuel. I'm
0: curious with, I, I'm just thinking with like karate and soccer are totally different. (laughs) Yeah, And like, I know for me, you know, your thing was soccer. My thing was marathon running and Mm. it didn't necessarily get taken away from me, but I also came to a point that I was like, this is just not the best thing Like it just wasn't where my body needed to be. Um, And, and so that, you know, intensity and that high Mm -hmm. running and that high level, and then going more to a martial arts that, I mean, it can be very physical and very intense, but especially in the beginning, as you're learning that slower pace and that more meditative state, Mm -hmm. did you struggle with that of like, Oh, is this even a workout? cause I am just thinking for myself, like how sometimes my brain thinks and especially like my marathon mentality of like, yes, oh, it's not even worth it unless I'm sweating and
1: dripping. And so I'm
0: curious, like how that shift, um, and maybe I'm putting words into your mouth, but was it a shift? You're not,
1: but you're like making my brain think of all these things that I want to say, but I want to keep it like <laughs> concise and clear. Um, two things. One, let's circle back to this one, but like seasons of life, let's circle back to that. So we'll put that on the back burner for a second. Um, But that idea of if I'm not basically going all out sweating, it's been an hour workout, then it's not worth it. And I was actually talking to a patient yesterday about this and it, and my, kind of my strategy behind it is find a minimum. Like we always are looking at the maximum. Like this is what it has to be. But yeah. What if what if it, it can't be? What if today you just d- don't have the energy? Are you still going to give 110% for an hour so that you're dripping with sweat? So you feel like you actually did something. Cause in my opinion, that's going to deplete you. It's not actually going to boost you. Yeah. Right. So being able to listen to our body and say, okay, what is my minimum? My minimum is I want to move for 20 minutes, but I want it to feed my soul. I want it to, you know, I I can say, let's say if my minimum is 20 minutes, I can say I did that,
0: mm. right?
1: Versus it has to be an hour. Well, if I, okay, maybe that's my goal five days a week is to do an hour or whatever your time frame is, but um, what would be my minimum? That way, you know, if something comes up, you know, the kid is homesick or set like what I'm just not feeling totally jazzed. Can I give at least 20 minutes? Yeah. And I'm still giving, I'm still investing that time in myself. I'm still giving me that boost and I'm not depleting myself because I have this goal that I have to achieve mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah.
0: Right? And then you don't feel like you're operating out of just pure no. willpower and hustle of, well, it's on the schedule. I have to do it. And and that, because then it's this all or none. Yeah. And then yeah. if you can't do the full hour, you can't huff and puff, then the brain is like, well, you're a failure. See, I told you so you can't stay consistent. Yes. yes. And then it just reinforces this negative cycle versus I love what you're saying of like, I mean, Jess and I say this all the time. of like, meet your body where it is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tomorrow. hmm six months from now, because it's always going to look different. So I love that of just yeah, what's my baseline today of what can I, what can Mm -hmm. I reasonably give? Mm -hmm. And then you can always, and then you see that you
1: can stay consistent. Right. Right. And sometimes too, maybe you're not feeling totally jazzed and you give that Mm -hmm. 20 minutes. Well, we know sometimes your body is like, oh, thank you. Everything gets running. Endorphins are going. And now you actually are there 30 or 35 and you did more than even the minimum, but you needed to, basically say to yourself, it's okay to just go and try. Yeah. And then go from there. Right. But 60 minutes would have just turned me off. I don't feel like doing 60 minutes. I'm just not going to go.
0: Forget it. I'm not going to do anything. I remember when I was pregnant, there was a point where I just didn't want to get up. I didn't want to go work out, but I also (laughs) knew how much better it made me feel. Right. And I would tell myself, I'm going to go to the gym for five minutes. Mm -hmm. And that was my commitment and I would go ride, And I, w- all I would do was go ride the stationary bike for five minutes. And usually, like you said, like you get to groove, yep. you start feeling better. I'm like, okay, I can, I can actually work out,
1: but there was a few days I went home after five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Was there was one time I did a similar, mine's always eight minutes, but there was this one time. Cause I feel like eight minutes is like the bucket to kind and of kick you over if you're going to stay. Yeah. Um, I fell asleep in like the stretching room on a foam roller, like it was awesome. I woke up and I'm like, wait, what time is it? Oh my goodness. Apparently that's what I needed was to follow That's what your body needed. Yeah. But listening to your body, of what do you need? And then don't shame and guilt it. Right. Cause I think mm-hmm. with anything with food, but also with exercise is if we've set that high bar and we're don't achieve it. Like you were saying, I'm a failure. See, I told you so. And then your subconscious is like, yeah, girl, I told you so. See, did it again. See, did it again? And then that becomes your normal, you know, pattern of your subconscious beliefs, which it's not like you're choosing to think that way, but deep down that recorder is being like, "Mm -hmm." and then it's going to start to create a world around you that want because the subconscious wants to be right. And so it's going to create that world if you're not good enough, you're a failure, you can't stay consistent. There you go again, splurging on X, Y, and Z. And then it just strengthens it, right? And then it's harder to defeat that because that subconscious just wants to be right. Even when consciously you're like, yeah, but I don't feel good when I eat that, or I don't feel good when I don't, you know, move my body. Right. But your subconscious 80% of your Mm -hmm. thoughts is saying, but you're not worth it. Right. And it also wants to keep you safe and comfortable and it's comfortable
0: to just do nothing. Even though, even though physically, like physically, you're like, no, it feels good when I actually Mm -hmm. do stuff, but it's also really comfortable to sit on the couch, not do anything. It could be easy to cook a healthy meal, but it's also really stinking easy to just order takeout every night. And so your brain, you know, that subconscious wants to keep you there of like, just want you to be safe and comfortable and you challenging yourself.
1: He's not safe and comfortable. Yeah. So, one of my hacks with that is that I teach my patients is how do I want to feel in 20 minutes or how do I want to feel in 30 minutes, whatever the time Mm. is, but like fast forwarding. So, right now in this moment, I'm too tired. I had a stressful day. I don't feel like getting off the couch. The dog's laying on me and I'm petting him, and that feels really good right now. Okay. Well, how do I want to feel in 20 minutes? Do I want to feel guilty that I didn't get up and move my body? Do I want to feel lethargic and more tired because I didn't move. Or if I were to get up and just literally go for a walk around the block, how do, how will I feel in 20 minutes? I'm going to feel empowered Mm -hmm. and we'll have moved my body. So that's going to, I might make a better dinner choice. I might even have more energy tonight and actually be more productive later in the evening because I chose me and I chose looking at how do I want to feel in 20 minutes, not how do I feel right now in the moment? Yeah. So that's one of my yeah. other hacks.
0: Yeah. With our clients, like we talked to them about decide in advance, like decide in advance. What do you want today to look like? What do you want today to feel like? Mm-hmm. Because if you start there, then you start to trace back all the other decisions that you're going to yes. make. And yes. then you get to think about, okay, does, is this going to allow me to feel this way?
1: Mm-hmm
0: like you said, later, like Mm -hmm. the cake and the bread, it's going to make me feel really happy. It is, but is it going to make me feel happy and have the energy when I pick my kids up from school or, you know, later tonight when I need to be present and intentional. And so when we have that ability to kind of pause and decide, then rework all our decisions. And then the brain starts kind of fighting for us Mm -hmm, versus mm -hmm. always fighting against each other. And then you don't need the willpower and feeling like you're being restricted because now it's more of a decision of like, Mm -hmm. I'm choosing this, I'm choosing this quick little five minute walk at lunch because I know that it's going to get me through the day better instead of, oh, I got to work out. Oh,
1: I got to do this.
0: That's not fun.
1: Yes. And you get that positive wheel going, that momentum going, right? I remember being at a kid's birthday party and, you know, they're handing out cake at the end. And um, the the mom came over to hand me a piece of cake and I was talking to another parent. I was like, oh, no, thank you. I don't eat sugar. And it was like me just putting that, not like, oh, uh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. It was me just declaring like, thank you so much for offering. I don't eat sugar. And that was me telling my brain like, nope, that's not for you. Yeah. You know, so it can okay, be. A so in that statement. moment,
0: like, do you feel like you're restricting yourself or do you feel like you're left
1: out in that moment? No, I feel empowered. And then, you know, what happened was a couple, well, the parents standing next to me and then the mom both responded like, Oh man, I wish I could do that. Or I wish I could say that. And it was like, I could be yes. a leader in that moment just by a simple statement, right. Of just, Oh no, thank you. I don't eat sugar. Cause if I had just okay, said, so no, thank you. Then I might've sat there and been like, maybe, maybe, maybe mm, just, ooh, looks maybe a so bite like that. How yeah. is it? Ask the other, right. Or like looking around and, and what's going on with it. No, it was just like, oh no, thank you.
0: Okay. So then to that person who's listening right now, who's like, okay, I can't <laughs> do that. Like, how do you do that? Like, oh, I feel so restricted. And
1: what do you tell them? I think it goes back to what we were just talking about is how do I want to feel in 20 minutes? And, and I think for me, when I stopped eating sugar, it was not, I'm going to try to not eat sugar, or I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be sugar-free or whatever you're wording. It's there's no hope, or I hope I can be, mm-hmm. or I hope I make it 30 days, or I really wish I didn't eat sugar, or I'm going to try because words have vibrations and power, right? Yeah. It's I don't eat sugar. And now if I needed to justify for that for myself, then it would be, well, why don't I eat sugar? Well, I don't eat sugar because I feel empowered. I feel freer. I feel less inflamed. I feel more awake. I can perform at a higher level. I'm more present with my child and my spouse and myself, truthfully, right? Um, so there's all these positive reasons to not eat sugar and then make that declaration of I don't eat sugar. Yeah. What
0: a difference that is compared to like, oh, I know I shouldn't, I shouldn't be eating this cake right now. Or right. I shouldn't be eating the sugar. Oh, I really, I know that I, like you said, like, oh, I should try to be better, but I love how you've just switched it to, this is just, I am a person who doesn't eat sugar mm-hmm. and you've just declared that for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you don't, it sounds like you don't feel like you're restricted and feeling left out. It's just completely, I know what I want.
1: Yeah. And I think that's so,
0: that's so different than all the other thoughts.
1: And it's at some level, not caring what other people think, which I think is a really hard thing societally. I've done a lot of work on that to like, not care. Like, I don't, you're not living in my body. You don't know how my joints feel. I've had 11 orthopedic surgeries. You don't know how my joints feel when I eat sugar. You don't know Mm -hmm. how, like I wake up for my 515 meditation and I end up falling asleep because I can't keep my eyes open because I'm so exhausted because of what I ate the day before. So mm-hmm. it's really sitting with, no, I want to feel good when I want to wake up at 5.15 and be like, yeah, baby, let's crush this yeah. day. Right. And I know that's how I want to feel. So then I make my kind of like you guys are talking about, make your choices based on that. You know, how, how do I want my day to look? How do I want to feel, you know? And when I'm not, sir, I, I love the word nourishing when I'm not nourishing myself with food. Movement, those things, then I don't feel good. And I'm not, you know, maybe I'm grumpy with my child, or maybe I'm I'm yeah, yeah, I'm not as vibrant. I want to be, I want to be like awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: That's so, so empowering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of the, you know, the diet and the checklist that you have to do this of, oh no, I'm not allowed to eat this. Right. So my my coach says I'm not allowed. And oh. I, that's again where the brain's going to come back by and of like you know you want it
1: and then you it's know, just more exhausting you know. isn't it
0: yes yeah that that's like, why it
1: feels so dangerous and hard. then you, inevitably you give in but it's just exa- it's that yeah. like ping pong back and forth and then finally you're like okay I'll just eat it yeah and Especially then there's all the shame and guilt cuz you ate it totally Right. Yeah. And then that doesn't help. That probably puts more yeah. weight on us than if we were to just eat the cake and own it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I am going, to, I'm choosing to enjoy my son's birthday and I'm going to do that by also having a piece of cake or whatever it is. Right. And just own yeah. it and move on versus like, I shouldn't have had that. I knew mm-hmm. I, you know, it's been two weeks without sugar and then I gave in and I'm not good enough. Right. in that whole cycle,
0: Oh, see, you can, you can never be consistent. You can never go mm-hmm. off of it. Right. Yeah. And especially on the days that you come home and you're just, you're depleted, you're exhausted, you're stressed, it's been, you know, whatever chaos is going on, you're definitely going to just give in to whatever it is.
1: Because you don't have the strength for the
0: willpower. Yeah. You don't Mm -hmm. have the strength for the Mm -hmm. willpower versus instead you're like, I know how I want to feel Mm -hmm. and this does not align with it. And so Mm -hmm. this is a choice that I don't want it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I do want to circle back to seasons if we can. Oh, yes, yes. If we have time. Okay. So um, seasons. So it was like honor, you guys talk about this all the time too, is like honoring where your body's at today, slash right mm-hmm. now, slash this season. Um, you know, and I've had different seasons, seasons because I've had, well, I've had a baby, I've had surgeries, I've had a lot of orthopedic surgeries. I also um had It was like right after 2020 life changes in 2020, we won't talk about it, but I ended up having an ovarian cyst that ruptured and um, it was undetected in the ER, went back multiple times in the week and it ended up becoming peritonitis. So I literally couldn't stand up straight for nine days, couldn't make it to the toilet without a cyst. Like, I mean, it was like medical mayhem, right? And so I had to, that shut me down. I couldn't squat 10 reps of the bar for six months. Like it was nuts how my body, I mean, ground zero, right? And so it was really me like relearning, you know, I've had other seasons, but this was like a whole different season of figuring out Mm. what does my body need? And if I overdo it, which felt like I was doing nothing, it's going to shut me down for days or if i just listen and i'm present in this season and maybe i do more breathing maybe i do um you know more things lying on the floor sitting in a chair and that feels really weird coming from a division 1 athlete but mm-hmm. this is what my body needs to heal and for me to still be able to nourish it. Right. So seasons are big. And I got to tell you like hitting 40, like over 40 feels a lot different, you know, with soccer for so many years, my knees are like, yeah, no, thank you. You want to go climb, you know, 12 flights of stairs, like, oh, right. So, so just being able to listen and know that the different seasons, they might, they're not going to look the same more than likely. Right. But honoring and nourishing yourself is what's important.
0: Yeah. And not being stuck in the, well, I I should be able to do this. I used to be able to do this and I used to be a high level athlete and, you know, or even, you know, in your case, like this was a sudden thing that, you know, it's easy to be like just two weeks ago, I was squatting. I was lifting.
1: Right. And then
0: bam, this medical mayhem happens and you could easily. (sighs) Whoa. My watch is talking to me. Someone's yelling at you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this technology thing is too much. Um, But yeah, to to not get stuck in the oh well, I'm doing nothing, and you know, this breathing is this breathing activity really worth it? Is this yeah. doing anything? Where, where instead, mm-hmm. like, this is exactly where I need to be right now. But we are we are in this culture, this society, that it's like. Well, if you push hard, you're going to get the results
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's a time and a place to push hard,
1: Absolutely. but there's also
0: a time where your body needs this right now, because this is where you're at. I have been mm-hmm. learning to appreciate just a quiet walk. And mm-hmm. there was years ago that like a walk was a joke to me. And don't you tell me to walk? Like, that's not a workout. And you know, it doesn't count. Right. Um, But I've learned to appreciate it. And especially in these past couple of weeks where I do feel like my brain is on overdrive right now Mm -hmm. and all the thoughts and the heavy emotions and all the other, you know, added things that I've had to do. I have been just walking in the morning without, you know, I always have something like I have a podcast in my ears. I've got, Oh, I've always got stimulation. That is me. And I, (laughs) these past two weeks, I have had to teach myself, you just need to be quiet. Mm -hmm. And you just need to go enjoy the sunrise of a beautiful Arizona spring morning where the weather's still nice and it just be quiet. And it's so, it's so empowering. Like you said, like Mm -hmm. it's empowering to be able to make that decision Mm -hmm. and not feel like, Oh, I'm not doing enough. And I'm going to gain the weight or not get the results. Like, no, just meeting yourself in the season. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So powerful.
1: And I love that you brought up the idea of not having a podcaster music on um, for stimulation because you're going to experience the walk in a whole different way, right? Mm-hmm. And in a more parasympathetic state. You're gonna have nature around you, you hear the birds chirping, all those things. Um so yeah, you'll just experience it differently and you're you're gonna connect within, which is nourishing, obviously, um, maybe you're doing a prayer meditation as you're walking, but not seeking constant information. Yeah, because right? then you're in a whole different brainwave pattern to try and learn and listen versus just being right. Yeah, yeah just be so yeah. be Instead feels of, like yeah. you can't do it, right? It feels lazy, like yes. I'm just sitting here doing nothing. No, I'm actually doing something. Because by being, I get to rejuvenate. Giving myself permission to take a 10 minute nap or to sit on the couch for 10 minutes and do nothing. But when I get up, I'm gonna be so much more energized if I just allow myself and give myself permission to do that. Right. Yeah.
0: So. instead of our society that's telling us like you got to do more, you gotta push harder, you gotta go, you gotta go, go <laughs> totally go. And yes. I'll admit, like I'm a resident doer. Like that's what I wanna that that's my nature. And yeah. I've had to really learn to reel that in of mm-hmm quiet yourself. And not every workout has to be puffing and puffing and grinding Mm -hmm. and sweating, and it doesn't. And that is healthy to sometimes just have those slower moments and slower pauses.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love it. Well, oh my gosh,
0: I could talk to you all day. Same. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back, folks. Jess, don't worry. We've got a backup co host.
1: Oh, we're sending you lots well,
0: of love. Mid-piss. We are sending you so much love, Jess. Yes. Jess and all the family, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we finish every episode with what are you mm. loving that's maybe something nourishing for your health or your well being, or you got anything?
1: I I well, I have two things. Am I allowed to do two things? Sure. Yeah. You're going to let me? Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to decide, but now I don't feel like I have to decide. I feel like I can do um, both. We don't so, have rules here. Okay. So oil, this oil is my absolute favorite. It's called I am blessed. And I am
0: blessed.
1: So, yeah. And so I, sometimes I'll just sniff it. And I'll just like remind myself that I am blessed or I have a bracelet mm-hmm. that has like a lava bead on it. So sometimes I'll do a little drop or put it in the diffuser, but there, there's something about this oil for me. And I've done it like at the clinic, I have like a little spray bottle that kind of spritz the air with, and the I am blessed is rocking it. So this is, this is my like current favorite nourish my nourish me thing. I love it. So who, who makes that one? Am I allowed to say? You're allowed to say. Okay. So this one is young living and it comes okay. in a. Like a three pack, I think it's called like the Divinity Pack or something like that. Um, so it comes with "I'm creative," and then I think the third one is "I'm divine." But "I am blessed" yeah. is like this is my jam right now. I like so, it. I
0: haven't smelled so that, that's one. that
1: Awesome. It is it is blessing to smell it. <laughs> do you like I do like what I love it. it. And then I love this book. So I've reread this book so many times, um, and it just really talks about how like the things that we're going through the seasons of life the hard times we could call them trauma or we could just call them hard times um how they potentially store um, in our system as well as going all the way back to uh like conception and then when you were in utero like the emotions and the environment of your mom Um, or your birth mom, um, and how that kind of imprint you and affect you and, and kind of create your, um, your, your view of the world around you, as well as how you think the world perceives you. So, and then it just gets into more things like even, you know, what Jess is going through right now and, and how that might store at a cellular level, which would then affect how you move your body and how like your belief systems and how you're, how your brain and body are thinking and doing. So I love this. Ooh, I'm chatting that
0: down. Jess book club. That's book what we're doing. Club.
1: Oh, awesome. we don't have, we don't have a
0: book club, but we should,
1: you should start one. There <laughs> you go. So that's, that's that.
0: I love it. Okay. I'm loving. Um, do you know the brand
1: Primal Kitchen? I feel like that kind of sounds familiar, but I I'm feel not like familiar. you've probably
0: heard of it. Well, I've really been trying to be aware of like my oils and the things and products but like cooking. Yes. Okay, And, and I've used there, cause you can get it at sprouts. Like I've used their olive oil and avocado oil and stuff, but it recently came about where my eight-year-old took an interest in salad and really salad dressing, because let's be honest, salad dressing is the gateway drug <laughs> to children <laughs> eating salad. Okay. But I wanted to embrace this. <laughs> I don't eat
1: salad dressing. <laughs>
0: Just kidding. Just kidding.
1: I had to but pull I that back. I couldn't thing. help it.
0: <laughs> I was excited for my kid wanting to eat salad, yeah. but I wanted to find, you know, he was into the dressing and the Caesar and the ranch and stuff. So I wanted to find something that was like
1: nourishing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and
0: so they've got like all their dressings are all um, avocado oil based and there's just no junk, no fillers. Yeah. I've uh, tried their like teriyaki sauce that's not loaded with sugar and it's just made me really happy of like, you know, you can't do everything perfectly, but right. just trying to do some small little things to make our bodies feel better and mm. put some better quality products. Yeah, I love that.
1: So Primal Pitching's your thing right now.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm digging it. Like I, I got on their website and I'm like, oh, I want to try all these new things now. Yeah. So I've tried a couple of their different sauces and oils. And, and
1: your son's eating and, them? And yes. That's awesome. So
0: hey, one out of the two kids is eating vegetables. Mom yes. is winning today. Win. Happy Mother's Day. You just got to win there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us today, guys. Um, I don't know what next week will look like. So just stay tuned. Who knows? It could be me. It could be Jess. It could be someone new of a friend. But thanks for joining us today, guys. And make sure to check the show notes. And I will link everything below. All right. Thanks for joining us, Brian. Thank
1: everybody. you, guys.
0: Bye. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health, even when your schedule's
1: packed and life feels crazy. Our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season.
0: But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.